0: Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. Once again, we have the joy and the privilege of joining with each one of you and together saying good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. You know, this is Holy Week, and there is, there is sadness and joy. There's agony and there's hope. There is light and darkness, light, and death that took place during that week. Jesus was celebrated. He was celebrated as the long-awaited son of David on Palm Sunday. And by Good Friday, they were ranting and hollering, crucify him, crucify him. It was misery, it was defeat, and death. And the sun hid, and darkness came. But, oh, praise the Lord, three days later came his radiant resurrection. And, you know, in our day, is there not a mixture of both joy and sadness, health and sickness, peace and war, all leading to death, to eternal life? Father, we humble ourselves, giving you glory, for we cannot bear up under the weight of our world in its present condition. You tell us to cast our cares upon you, for you care for us. We were never meant to bear this burden alone. You promised to be with us and to never forsake us, and your promises are true. If there are those this morning feeling weighed down by circumstances, may they reach out to you in faith to receive strength, joy, and peace as only you can give. In John 16.33 it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world, you have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be encouraged. Be confident. Be undaunted. Be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. My victory abiding. And so it is in Jesus' name. That I pray this morning. So, let me introduce our team this morning. My name is Heather Dawson. I'm facilitating the call, and we have with us Sister uh, Val Culliver. She will be praying for the request received. Received. Good morning, Val. How are you?
1: Good morning, Mother. All is well. Thank you. How are you? <laughs>
0: All is well here, too. Thank you, Val. God bless you. And we have Minister Randall Gorey with the devotion for today. So how are you, Minister Randall?
2: I'm doing real good this morning, Mother. How are you? Good morning, Mr. Val. How are you? Good morning.
0: Good morning. And we are doing well. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, we always uh want to give honor to our bishop and to Pastor Adrian, you know, whom God has uh, called, he has gifted, he has given them the necessary things needed to accomplish their assignment. And so we just call forth their assignments today, that knowing that God has fully equipped them, and may they feel his presence as they go throughout their day. Amen and amen. And since we've already prayed, I'm just going to ask Minister Randall to please come at this time and share the morning devotion. Minister Randall, it is all yours.
2: Thank you, Mother. Good morning once again. I want to just give honor to Bishop and Pastor Adrian this morning and acknowledge all the clergy uh, that are on the line this morning, the universal body of Christ and especially my new Destiny family. Thank God for each and every one of you on this holy week, and may we continue to experience God and the power of His resurrection on this week. So honored this morning to bring the devotion. It's been a blessing just to prepare for this opportunity. Um, This morning, we are simply talking about investing into yourself, life in abundance till you overflow. And we're going to be coming out of John 10 and 10, out of 2. Uh, versions of the Bible this morning, let's consider what it means to invest into ourselves. The Amplified Version reads, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and to destroy. But I came that they may have life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows." But I want to highlight verse 11 just the same. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his own life for the sheep. We don't hear the good shepherd much these days, but the Lord is the good shepherd, and we need to be aware that there is a God who still loves us. The message version of this uh, passage of Scripture of John 10 and 10 reads, but Jesus told this simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about. So he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good. Sheep rustlers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and to destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. That's John 10 and 10. But the definition for an investment is the action or the process of investing money for profit or material gain. Our investment is our life's currency. How are we spending our life's currency each and every day? Are we investing it into ourselves? We 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 know that we can invest into homes and cars and we can invest into stocks and bonds and those types of things, but what about the investment into ourselves? What type of return are we looking for in our own lives now that we know that we have a shepherd who comes to give us life and to give it more abundantly? And so as we go through this passage of Scripture, Jesus has named two analogies about his ministry familiar with Christians, um, and that would be shepherd. We will to hear the shepherd speaking Uh, in terms of caring for the sheep much these days, but Jesus is the good shepherd. The first of these analogies would simply be sheep instinctively listen to only the voice of their particular shepherd and no one else. Jesus implies that this is why his religious critics, or haters is another term we can use there, reject him. They aren't a part of his flock. They belong to the devil's flock, so we have to be of who we're listening to. We have to be aware of what we're reading and where we're hanging out, because we are under the care of the good shepherd. We should remain in the pasture of the sheep, at the sheep of the good shepherd, and that's important because if we don't, the thief again comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. And then the second analogy um, that we we get here is that Jesus makes reference to himself as the, quote-unquote, the door, meaning the single narrow opening in sheep's pens. So this was the means by which sheep were able to come and go. This happens because the good shepherd is always there to protect the flock. And so the Jesus distractors, if you will, then are like thieves and robbers who are trying to take sheep without using that door. So the purpose of a thief, so far as the flock is concerned, is only to wreck havoc, to cause confusion, uh, to bring chaos into that place. The, the the robber causes mayhem for his own selfish. So we're we're always on the watch and, and looking out for that which would be harmful to us. So in the same way, ungodly or unsaved people who claim to be spiritual can cause suffering to others for the sake of their own pride and their own greed. But Jesus seeks to not just preserve life for the sheep, but to provide life for the sheep. Jesus is the one and he's the only door. He is the only good shepherd by which a person can be saved. So Jesus' purpose is not only tied to life itself, but it is tied to the abundant life. That's why investing into a covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ is prosperous because it produces returns that we could never get anywhere else. This abundant life means something more than meaning some means something more meaningful than material wealth and prosperity. It begins with salvation from an eternity of suffering the penalty of sin. Matthew six twenty five and thirty two speaks on this in addition to Romans six and thirty six, but an abundant life is first and foremost eternal life. The abundant life means gaining a heavenly perspective. What it looks like there we can see now through our, through our eyes if we're looking we're through the Lord's eyes. And that's leading to a growing trust and a knowledge of God. The abundant life means gaining a heavenly perspective leading to a growing trust and knowledge of God. It means blossoming into a life. Full of the fruit of the spirit, while false teachers and prophets and false religions offer shallow and temporary relief, only Jesus brings truly everlasting life and spiritual abundance. You might ask, well, how can I get this everlasting life by investing in, in myself? Well, that's a good question because first, there comes an invitation And when the Lord says, quote-unquote, come, follow me, that means that we never question if he made a mistake or something by asking to follow him. Jesus doesn't make mistakes when selecting a person to be used by him, like when he chose the disciples. Many of them had the resumes and accomplishments that would be laughable. But Jesus saw their potential, and he sees yours this morning. Don't sell yourself short today. If you're looking for a way to invest in your life, if you're looking for a way to see life in the abundance to the overflow, then get off of the bench of complacency and make an entry into commitment for Christ to a better life. This is how you invest into yourself. Don't get me wrong, the bench, per se, is a safe place in life. Using the sports analogy, for example, for basketball, if you're on the bench, you're actually a valuable member of the team, your turn to produce and to um, contribute hasn't come yet. So the bench is a safe place. But as we look at it in life, it's a safe place in life. But the court is where the action is. Sometimes it can be uncomfortable in the waiting process, but it can also be rewarding because it's where we experience the fact that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. John 10 and 10 is powerful because it clarifies and it also assures us that the life of Christ is a life that is full and to the overflow. So next comes After we receive the invitation, next will come the instruction. Jesus says, I will teach you. He says he will be your teacher, your instructor, and your coach. I love it that Elder Tamika on this Sunday gave us some practical ways to invest in ourselves. And she mentioned one of them being creating a council circle. That's CMA. That's Coaches, Mentors, and Advisors. So if we need that to improve ourselves in the earth realm, how much more do we need Christ to improve us in the spirit realm by positioning us in places where we can develop a council circle so that we can begin to improve ourselves so that when our time comes to get off the bench and jump into the game, we're ready and we're equipped, amen? So when God calls us, we think too much into how we're going to do a certain thing. And that's not our responsibility to rely on what it is that we know. But it's our responsibility to receive what the Lord wants to teach us because we're his investment. He invested his life for us. He'll never lead us to a place that he doesn't teach and equip us for. Isn't that good news? Because he teaches us by his example. And so finally, we have the intention of our pursuit. Be intentional with investing into yourself. The purpose of following Jesus is to win people to the team of God, to further establish the kingdom of God on earth. Soul winning is our purpose. It's God's heart. So you're investing in yourself. You are investing in yourself when you Duplicate yourself. So you have to get off of the bench and you have to get onto the field. Okay, the choice is yours today. Okay, Joshua says in the 24th chapter and the 15th verse, that choose you this day whom you will serve. Make an investment into yourself today because tomorrow may be too late. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another day to make a choice for self-investment, for self-improvement. We make the choice to invest into ourselves by giving you permission to prune us so that we bear much fruit for the kingdom work that lies ahead of us. Remove the people that are in our lives right now who have played a role in our complacency, our hesitation, and the fear of moving forward in God. Give us the courage to jump into the deep of your invitation to simply come. Give us the heart to receive your instruction and to trust it and to be intentional about using the gift that you've imparted into us so that we can get off of the bench and fulfill the divine purpose of God for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Mother Heather.
0: Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wonderful, wonderful devotion. That was very powerful, um, Minister Randall. You said so much, and the Lord is our good shepherd. He will never lead us astray. He will never allow us to go places where He has not already equipped us. And I like your your analogy of when God calls us, we need to get off the bench. He has equipped us. He has already placed it within us. So just get out in the field. Amen. We're investing, just not in ourselves, but we're investing in lives. So praise God for that word this morning. We thank you uh, again, Minister Ramdell. That was wonderful. This time I'm going to ask if Sister Val would come, and she's going to share the requests that have been And we're going to come in agreement with her um, as she prays. So, Sister Val, please come.
1: Amen. God bless you, Minister Randall. Praise the Lord's greatness within us. Let us highly honor his name together. For God is good and his mercy endures forever. His way is perfect. The word of the Lord has stood the test. You are a shield for all who come to you for refuge. Father, we come into your presence for thanksgiving. And praise to your name. Lord, you are good. Your love is forever, and your faithfulness goes on and on. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your eyes, our rock, our Lord, and the one who saves us. Your word has given us new life. Your word, Lord, will last forever. It stands firm in heaven. Your word is a lamp to guide our feet and a light for our path. All of your word is true. We praise your name for your unfailing love and faithfulness, for your promises are backed by all the honor of your name. Accept our prayers like incense placed before you, and our praise like the evening offering. Father, we come on behalf of Paul Walker. Paul is believing you for a shortened debt favor. Your word says you give seed to the soul. Father, thank you that Paul obeyed your principles of tithing, giving offerings, and sowing seeds. Father, give Paul's strategies to cancel debt in record time. God supply all Paul's needs according to your resisting glory by Christ Jesus. God is the source of all supply, and he makes he are more than enough to pay his bills. Philippians four nineteen. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruit of all your produce, then your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will be bursting with wine. Proverbs 3, 9-10. to In Jesus' name, and in, in the authority of the Holy Word, we call your debt paid in full. Debt we speak to you in the name of Jesus. Be paid and be gone. Dematerialize be and cease to exist. We now declare that all Paul's debts are paid and they're canceled and dissolved in Jesus' name. Father, we come praying for Stephen Sexton's marriage you get through rough times of divorce and ability to trust in God's timing. Father, your kingdom comes, and your will be done in this situation. Father, your kingdom comes. Your will be done in this situation. Stephen, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saved and crushed in spirit. Psalms 34, 18. The Lord hears his people when they cry to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. Psalm 34:17. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, Romans 15 and 5. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11 and 28. Father, cause Stephen to lie down in green pastures. Leave him inside quiet waters. Father, give a crown of beautiful ashes. Turn Stephen's morning into a joyful dancing. Stephen, the Lord, will perfect that which concerneth you. Thy mercy, O oh Lord, endures forever. Thank you in time of trouble you see, hear, and answer Stephen's request. You will not disappoint. Finally, Stephen, be strong in the Lord and in the mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your
0: thank you that you have heard these requests, and we believe, Father, that the answer is already on the way, that for finances, for debt to be paid, for marriages to be healed, for bodies to be restored, um, we thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 30, 17, the last part of that verse says, I will restore your health, and I will heal your wounds. So we say to each one, if you're on the line that sent in those requests, receive now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to go back to Mr. Randall for anything more that he might have to say to us this morning. Mr. Randall.
2: I would just say this morning, this is a special week. It's an opportunity to really... Uh, walk with the Lord in his journey to the cross for victory. And so I would just uh, be encouraged this week that invest in yourself because the Lord Jesus Christ already has invested in you. And so he is hoping and praying that the return he receives is because we've invested in ourselves in order to give back what it is that we have received from him. Amen.
0: Amen. God has already invested in us. In other words, we're equipped. And all we have to do is to trust and obey. Amen. Amen. Yes, amen. This has been a great uh, time this morning. You know, I, I personally have been watching the Passion. Of the, uh, of the Christ, I've watched that, I've watched several other uh, movies this week depicting Holy Week. Mm. And I have found myself very sensitive, very sensitive to all that was um, depicted in these movies. I found myself weeping as I watched and as I sensed and as I felt. And I would say to each of you, make this week special. Make this holy week special. And as we learned this morning that the Lord is our good shepherd and that we need to invest in ourselves. God invested in us. We need to invest also so that we can be fully equipped to get on that field where we can share the gospel the good news of our good shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I pray that each one of you were blessed this morning. It was a great word. We had prayer. We have been in the presence of our Lord. We have welcomed him. We have given this day to him. And I pray if you're on the line and you have not given your life to him, that you will that you will say, Lord Jesus, come. Come into my heart. I give up my way to take up your way. May you be blessed. May you be honored by that. God is just waiting to hear from you. So as we close out this morning, we're going to close with a word of prayer. And I want each of you to just open yourselves up to so just let go. Don't think about what you're having to face today, no matter what it is, if it's a job, if it's an appointment, or if it's a person. Just let go. Let go and let God take control. Let him guide you through this day, because he promised never to forsake us, nor to ever leave us. And that we can be assured of. That no matter what we go through, any conditioning that takes place, any situation that is very difficult, He says, I am right there with you. I am right there. I will walk through it with you. And you know, you might suffer a little, but look what Mm -hmm. Jesus suffered on Good Friday. He took the weight of it all upon himself. So we have much to rejoice about. So Father, we have heard from your word about the Good Shepherd. And we have also stood in the gap for those in need, those that sent in requests this morning. And we know We know whose we are. We belong to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Because of the confidence that we have in you, we can move boldly and victoriously, knowing the greater one, the greater one lives on the inside of us. And that there's no weapon formed against us that can prosper, and any voice that would try or might rise up against us, we will and can show it to be in the wrong. Help us to invest in ourselves throughout this week especially, to become sensitive to the move of your Holy Spirit, That we will hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, and to no other voice will we listen. Free us, Father. Free us to live fully as you call us to live in this hour. Yes, it is difficult. Yes, it can be hard. Yes, it can be disappointing. Yes, it can be painful. But you've promised to be right there, guiding us and keeping us. We declare we will not be bound by fear or intimidation of any kind, for you promise to always be near to help us in every situation. And we rely on that. We rely on you the one true God. to come and consume us this morning with your love because when we're consumed with your love there is no room for fear for fear cannot remain where love is. And so it is that we pray these things in the matchless name the name that is above every name, and that is Jesus. And these things we pray. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. Please open up the line.